turtles are assaulting the technodrome. Inside are the Foot Clan's weapons storage chamber, Krang's laboratory, and Shredder's master control room. Huh? Turtles? Oh, they've been spotted. Now they'll have to watch out for the ice spy radar, that hidden ooze pit, the spike back door. Oh no, an ooze scanner, a brain scrambler, and mutant manacles. Can Leonardo rescue them? Sure, home so. We now present Turtlecast, a six-part podcast delving into the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Next up, we got TMNT from 2007. It was released March 23rd, 2007, directed by Kevin Monroe. Budget was $34 million. The gross was $95 million. Did you guys see this when it came out? I didn't see it until a few weeks ago for the first time ever. I actually, this was up until Mutant Mayhem came out. This was the only movie that I, of Ninja Turtles that I got to see in theaters. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Billy, when did you see this? Uh, I saw this movie eventually, but not when it came out. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy? I saw it in the theater. Nice, so nice far, thing. we're four for four. <laughs> uh, the cast of this one's kind of interesting. Uh, April O'Neil is Sarah Mich- yep. Michelle Geller. Casey Jones, played by Chris Evans. Splinter's played by Mako. Winter is coming out. Uh, Winter is <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Did this turn into a game <laughs> song? <laughs> it could. The, Make it so. The, 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 <laughs> uh, see what you did there. The narrator is Lawrence Fishburne for some reason. Kurai is Sai uh, Shang. I'm, I'm, I know. Zai She's from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Zai Xiang. Okay. Um, Donatello is Mitchell Whitfield. Raphael is acclaimed voice actor Nolan North. Uh, Leonardo is James Arnold Taylor. Mikey is played by another Mikey, Mikey Kelly. Uh, General Aguila is played by the 2012 Shredder, Kevin Michael Richardson. And there's a diner cook in there played by Kevin Smith, yep. randomly. Um, synopsis from IMDb, when the world is threatened by an ancient evil, the turtles must reunite and overcome their faults in order to stand against it. Some fun facts really quick. Mako, who's the voice of Splinter, died a day after it was announced that he was to play Splinter. Yep. Oh, wow. Most of his recordings were finished, so that's what they used. Originally, established voice actors had already recorded stuff for April O'Neil, Casey, uh, Casey Jones... Uh, Winter and the narrator, but when the Weinstein Company took over the, the distribution, they recasted and recorded with known celebs like Sarah Michelle Gellar and uh, Chris Evans, Patrick Stewart, and whatnot. That so feels what on point. That so, feels on point. So what you're yeah, telling me is that the Weinsteins just forced their way into the situation, <laughs> yeah, and really also, imposed their will. <laughs> we on are them. going to move on from that. <laughs> this. I'm sorry. This is supposedly a sequel to the original trilogy. There was, this was originally supposed to start a new trilogy, all animated, of course. Uh, Kevin Monroe, the uh, the director of the film, has gone on to say that TMNT2 was supposed to adapt City of War, which actually huh. bought the first issue of that story uh, recently at Comic Book World. Nice. It's the last time that uh, Laird and Eastman worked together for a really, really long time. Uh, Shredder was also supposed to be involved at some point during that, that sequel. Uh, TMNT3 would feature the Triceratons and the Techno- Technodrome's arrival to Earth. Uh, originally in this movie, Raphael was supposed to die, and but he was going to be brought back. 
at the end of the film. But uh, Peter Laird actually vetoed that idea because Peter Laird <laughs> still had uh, control. In this one, we finally get Leonardo versus Raphael. What did you guys think of the fight as well, well as the result of said fight? I literally giggled like a child in the theater. And this is when I was still dating my first girlfriend. And she wasn't like an uber nerd for Turtles or anything. The poor girl, she was just going to the movies with her boyfriend because he was excited for the new Ninja Turtle movie. And it was kind of like middle of the day, I'm pretty sure, too, because I remember there not being a lot of people in the theater. And literally, I mean, out loud, I started like bouncing like a little kid when I could tell what was good. Because, you know, they do the the fight that said, what, what was Raphael's other, his alias, the Night Watcher? Yeah, something, something, like, like, something like that. So the fight no. starts between, technically, it's Leo and Night Watcher. So, like, once that starts, I'm like, oh, and Leo doesn't know. Oh, and Leo does Oh, my God, they're going to fight. Like, I am bouncing and giggling like a child. So, yeah, I was super happy they did the fight. And the fact that they kind of almost do two fights in one, they yeah. do sort of split the difference almost. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I, I love the way that it went. I think it's, I think it's arguably the high point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy, what do you think of the fight? I'm agreeing with Mike on that one. I, the, I, when I watched it as well, like I said, it wasn't a theater. Sorry. Like the uh, rest I, of just, I just saw it three weeks ago, or four <laughs> weeks ago for the first time. The, um, but I was excited to see that, you know, Night Watcher and, uh, against Leo and Leo not knowing. Right. This is who it is. This is Raphael. I, I have no idea. Right. I I I loved it. I, that was like the. And I have a lot of thoughts on this movie, but when Same. that fight happened, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty freaking great. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, what did you think of the fight? Uh, this it's just like throwing raw meat to <laughs> to the fans. Yeah. Uh, I I loved it. I do remember. It's just I still think it's weird that like they when they have the fight and he doesn't realize it's Raph. You would think. Especially with Leo being the one who studies all the time and who's kind of a know-it-all, you think he would have realized it was Raph before right. the helmet. Especially considering that Casey Jones knew it was Raph mm-hmm. with the helmet on. Yeah. So like, it, it didn't make sense that his brother wouldn't know. Right. Especially like that it's brother. Weird. I think mean, it's just the, right. like I think it's just like, lazy like, writing. Oh, yeah, I think it's that Clark Kent Superman logic. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you, you would think, like I would think, you would think you'd recognize the fighting style at least. Yeah, like the way that he fights. Right. Like, you that's, fight that's like Raph. You yeah. fight angry like yes. my brother, who mm-hmm. is yep. conspicuous by his absence right now. You <laughs> look like a big metal turtle. So, A couple other fun facts. Uh, Jackie Chan was considered play Splinter at one point, which, Interesting. Which, which of course happened later on. And there's even a possibility of Megan Fox playing April in this. Uh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, wouldn't have been able to it, see her, uh, and that's the... And whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Cummings plays multiple voices in this also, making him the one voice actor to return from the 1987 animated series. Oh, bother. Uh, all right. What uh, did we like about TMNT? I'll start with Jimmy. Uh, the end of this movie has something that doesn't really happen in a lot of turtle things. Like... All of our main characters are there to fight and just be cool together. We have all four turtles. We have Casey Jones, Splinter, which that doesn't really happen that often with his friends. And April is also doing And like, this movie's pretty mid, but like, that stuff's really cool. And it's like, I've become a kid as I watch it. I'm like, here's all my, look, I'm mean, look at him fighting. And there's like a big, uh, there's like one of those shots that, that Guardians just did where it's like never ending. It's like, we just keep going. And like all the characters are fighting. Um, so I think that I think that's really cool. What was this part? Is this me telling about the things I really like? I got really yeah. into that scene. I'm like, what are we? This is about all the things I like about the movie, right. correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, 
Splinter looks like Chester Cheetah. <laughs> and you like that? And, uh, I, and I really like that. You like that? I now I cannot see that. I think this is. I think other than 1990, I think this is the the cutest Splinter. And uh, Mako does the Mako, voice. Mako, yes. Uh, at first, it's a little like uh, yeah. So it, that's out. and I'm like, what? Oh, that doesn't sound because it doesn't sound like what you think Splinter would sound like. But it, by the end, he's like, I want to watch my stories, and I'm like, okay, I'm on board. <laughs> totally on board with the Splinter. Yeah. The helmet that Raphael wore. The, uh, as the uh, Nightwatcher. As the yeah, Nightwatcher, yeah. thank you. Yeah. That was really cool. I like the idea that they kept the helmet in the, the, you know, in the story, even though it was already, you know, that part of the story was pretty much done with. Because right. at the end, they save it. Right. Yeah. And they yeah. put it on the stuff with all the other things yeah. you remember. Yeah, with the yeah. Shutter yeah. Home for one yeah. more. Yeah. The egg timer's there. Yeah. For it is. Three, the yeah. egg timer's yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. That's all, true. All the nostalgic stuff yeah. that, mm -hmm. from the, you know, previous movies it's basically are still there. the only connective tissue. Yes, it, it is. Yeah. Yes. movies that it's There's supposedly no a part of. But I guess right. I'll take it. Right. I'll take it, even though that's the only thing that's there. Yeah, that's, yeah. Does it feel like it though? Does no. it really feel like it, this it is does like? Not. Does that feel no. like this April feel like the April from the earlier? No, 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 it, no, it, no, it, no, no, no. I think the no. turtles kind of feel like it, but that's about it. I could see the progression of that. Yeah. It feels yeah. like they're just trying to make April a heartthrob. Well, that worked. <laughs> it did. It did. Emphasis on the throb. <laughs> Mike, what did you like about TMNT? Um, I like the stuff. I like where the story starts off with a lot. I like the idea of like the turtles they, drifting. They've sort of been laid off. Yeah. And I like that, like, Mikey had to find a job. Donnie had to find a job. Raph's been out there doing what Raph does, but they don't know that, so they just think he's being a lazy piece of crap. So, like, it's just an interesting dynamic that you don't see a lot with, like, a superhero story. Yeah, so I, I just enjoy it. that, it being that different. And I think that the idea of Donnie as, like, your friendly neighborhood IT guy mm -hmm. is just spot on and perfect. And also, one thing, I think what this movie does better than arguably any other Turtle movie is Leo. Leo yes. actually mm -hmm. is a character in yes. this movie, and not just a yes. buzzkill like they make him yeah. in every single other movie. I mean, in Ninja Turtles, I think it's in the second one, he is there just to have Raphael stomp his dick every time he speaks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Every time Leo talks, and they don't, they they still have that dynamic, obviously, if you get the fight, with all their attention, yeah. but it's done better. I go back and forth on the animation, because there's parts where I think the movie looks great. Like, during the fight, when it's raining down on me, you can literally see every drop bounce off of their skin. It looks amazing. But in other scenes in the movie, it looks like a PS2 cutscene. Yeah. So, was that a thing you were going to say? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to I still mentioned lie. That, I mentioned that in the group chat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what I liked, I, li I liked the Leo and Raphael fight, obviously. I like that everybody comes together at the end. Uh, I like that Cry is featured in this movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, about time. Took that was four first movies. Time. I like Evans as Casey Jones, and I like that it's technically set in the original movie continuity. So, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. But, guys, what did you not like about TMNT? We'll start with Billy. What did you not like about TMNT? I didn't. This is going to be y'all yelling at me here. I didn't like Evans as Casey Jones. That's fine. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't feel it. Yeah, I didn't feel that he was Casey Jones to me in this movie. Fair. He's Fair. better than some. Well, he's better than oh, some. He's will, way better than some. We will get so, to we'll that. Get there. Oh, we'll I can't there. wait to start We're two movies away way. from that. We'll yeah, there. I know. Uh, this movie has a lot of really great, interesting things hanging on it, but the coat rack sucks. It's a very boring, know-nothing story with yep. a nothing, nothing villain. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. And that, that's... I covered two of my things. <laughs> that's what kills it. 
um, it, Batman Begins is a much better movie, but that's what this is trying to be. It's like, it's, and it's promising something more interesting. I know there's not a lot going on here, but just you wait. Wait till the sequel. Just you wait the yeah. sequel. And Rogue is, the, there, Rogue the bad guy. And there yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. one. And I'm not no. like rubbing that in. Like, I wish they would have got another. Because oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of good stuff here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess it, did it just bomb? Uh, it didn't do well, it right? Did, I mean, it, did, it, it made its money. It made a profit, but I guess it just didn't it do well. It wasn't enough. enough. Yeah, I just feel bad because, like, uh, and I know the director afterwards was like, man, we really had these, like you said, ideas. And I, I, I feel bad because I think this could have been something, um, I like think it could have been really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think it. the monsters suck. Yeah. It all, a lot of it just sucks. And, then, like, there's nothing going on, but there's some really cool scenes, and the characters are kind of, it works for me, most of it. The things I didn't like, I, I, I saw it like four weeks ago. I don't remember the plot at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's so forgettable. Um, Winter's the main villain. Who the hell is this? Um, He's Angel's I, boss? I, I, yeah, I right. love Patrick Stewart, but I don't even know, know if this character's from the comics or something. I don't. Why should I care about this guy? Yeah, I was the same way. I couldn't figure out um, where he comes from. Mike mentioned it earlier, but uh, I hate that the CGI looks like a PS2 video game. <laughs> uh, There's even times where you would see like a uh, like a crane shot, basically, of the city, and then it'd go to a Teenage Ninja Turtle, and it'll go behind them like it was like some th- third-person action like yeah. video game. And it did that multiple times, where it's just like, okay, this is looks like a video game. Like they're not even trying right. to look like a movie. It's very the. The CGI is very inconsistent in the movie. And it's very... The whole movie, in my opinion, is forgettable. I felt like the whole basis for making the movie was, hey, let's do the Raphael-Leonardo fight and build around it. Let's yeah. come up with a plot around it. Because if you point. take that fight out of this movie, no one's going to care or remember anything about this movie, in my opinion. Mike, what did you not like about TMNT? Uh, I mean, just add on to your point, the animation is, is just so inconsistent. It just it, again, I, like I think it looks really good in some parts, but for the majority of the movie, it looks like crap. Some of it, it, it looks really good when they're in the jungle at the beginning, because a lot of like the, mm-hmm. the sun shining through the, the trees and whatnot looks really good. But uh, yeah, the animation's really inconsistent. Some of the dialogue is atrocious, garbage. I mean, just cheat, and it, it, it some of it doesn't even make sense for the characters to be saying it. And like, there's a Casey, when uh, like Casey and Raph go talk on the the rooftop at one point, he like basically like pulls him out of his apartment with uh, April, and April like turns around to say something to him, and he's gone. And instead of what April O'Neil would do, which was, oh, God, just don't get killed, something along those lines, she looks up all longingly at the stars and be safe. I'm like, what the, what, what, no! Yuck. This That's isn't yuck, even the yuck, April yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Like, it didn't even make sense for what you've given me for the past 30 minutes, let alone this character for the years beforehand. But, yeah, the movie, it's, the, the worst thing the movie does is being bland. Yeah. Uh, kind of tag on to, like, Jimmy's point about the, the antagonists, like, all five of them, if we want to count winners and his, his crew all together. This shitty little twist where they kind of try to turn on him at the end and he was really a good guy the whole time is not what interesting enough to make the rest of that story matter. Jimmy, what are we grading this out of five? What's this? What's the uh, scale for TMNT? We are going with out of five, birthday party performances by Cowabunga Carl. Ew, <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be He-Man. Uh, Mike, how many performances, b- birthday parties by Cowabunga Carl do you give it out of five? Uh, 
three, the perfect bland score for the perfect bland movie. Mm. I'm going to pick 2.5 at the middle of the road, also very bland. Billy. I'm going to the two. Jimmy. Uh, I'm going to agree with Brandon. I think it's two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, no. More wacky action turtle wind-ups. Well, what do you mean, dude? Well, I mean they're Sword Slice and Leonardo with wind-up sword fight and action. Real sharp. So is Slice and Ice Shredder with rotating shoulder and elbow armor. He's never been nastier. The guy's a real creep. And so's Creepy Crawl and Splinter. He's creeping up on Shredder all by himself. Uh, you'll never catch him lying down on the job. Get it? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. From Playmates. Well, we go from... TMNT to back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. By the way, this was supposed to originally be called Ninja Turtles. We're going That's to true. 2014. Uh, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that was produced, of course, by Michael Bay. Produced. He did not direct it. It was released August 8th of 2014. The first uh, Turtle movie did not come out in March. Uh, it's directed by Jonathan Liebsman. The budget was $125 million, And this is going to really make you mad, Mike. Hmm. It grossed $485 million, oh, by far the most profitable Turtle yeah. movie to date. Did, uh, did you see it in theaters, Mike? No. Uh, Jimmy, did you see it in theaters? So far, this is the only one that I haven't... Out of the, all of them, it might be the only one I didn't see in theaters. Uh, I, I did not see this in theaters. It is... Uh, did it, you see it in theaters? It's the second one I didn't see in theaters. I actually saw it with my former roommate, Derek Sturgeon, and his <laughs> son, when it came out the first time. Um, nice. But oh. the... Uh, I saw mine on a uh, uh, like streaming service later on. That's probably the best way to do yeah. it. Um, the cast is April, playing April O'Neil, the legendary Megan Fox. She's son of a uh, <laughs> Vern, coming straight from the cartoon, which I didn't notice that when I first saw it. Will Arnett. Same last name, too. Vernon Fenwick. I'm yeah. real impressed they did yeah. that. Yes. Uh, Eric Sachs uh, is played by William Fickner, which Eric I've Sachs. always really liked him. <laughs> Splinter is played by Tony Shalhoub, of all people. Monk. Yep. Uh, Raphael, played by Alan Richson, who wasn't really anybody then, but is now re known as Reacher in the Amazon Prime series. Also, he's on Titans. That's hot. He is on, on Titans. Titans. Um, Mikey is played by Noel Fisher. Leonardo is voiced by Johnny <laughs> Knoxville for some reason. Yeah, Donnie yeah. is voiced by Jeremy Howard. Shredder is voiced by Tohoro Masumune. Um, Karai is played by Mane Noji. Bernadette is played by Whoopi Goldberg, and <laughs> and I I don't I, I didn't notice this character in there, but according to IMDb, Bachelor Stockman was played by K. Todd Freeman. Was was that like cut or was hmm. Baxter in there? And I didn't. There's a lot realize. of stuff that was reconfigured. There's a lot of stuff cut. Yeah, I just watched that a lot of stuff. Okay, so it's very possible. Sure. I don't remember yeah. Baxter being the, uh, in there. Yeah. The synopsis is, when a kingpin threatens New York City, a group of mutated turtle warriors <laughs> must emerge from the shadows mm -hmm. to protect their home. I'm surprised that Michael Bay didn't call this mutated turtle warriors, to be honest. Let's do some fun facts real quick before we get into it, because okay. I, I know we have thoughts. I know we have yeah. thoughts. Yeah, we have <laughs> this was originally called Ninja Turtles, like I said earlier, but after that was announced, fans got mad, so to please the fans... They added Teenage Mutant onto the actual title. And if you look at the logo, you can kind of tell, because yeah, Ninja Turtles is very stylized, and then Teenage yeah. Mutant is just kind yeah. of 
like in text and really think like that, yeah. Like, like Hepatica or something like that. <laughs> uh, the VFX artists incorporated facial features of various actors into uh, some of the the turtles' appearances. Like uh, Raphael was had expressions that reminded people of Russell Crowe and Clint Eastwood. Uh, Mikey, Bill Murray of all people. Uh, Leonardo had facial expressions of Tom Hanks and Russell Crowe yet again. They love Russell Crowe. What are you talking I don't about? See, I don't, see I don't either. There's there's so much working on I'm going that by what the, what the artist said. I was thinking of something else and my yeah. mind lapsed for a second and came back to what you saying. I was like, what the hell is Brian yeah. talking about? Yeah. Like, Donatello, this sounds insane. Yeah. Donatello apparently had facial features of Leonard, uh, Leonard Nimoy at times. What? And Splinter... <laughs> Uh, featured kind of manner mannerisms by Toshiro uh, Mafune, who was like big back in the day. They're, the they're putting movies. far too much work, work and thought uh, into this. Yeah. Like, Vulcans don't lie. The uh, early scripts for this movie had the turtles be aliens from Dimension X. I remember when that was announced. B they said it, that. and the internet went yeah. crazy. Uh, and yeah. Kevin Eastman actually didn't mind it. Since, I remember you know, that. Uh, oozed mutagen was originally an alien substance. That's what I in, thought they meant. In the actually. comics. Yeah. Uh, Fox, Knoxville, and Arnett did the movie for their kids. Uh, here's uh, two people that auditioned for April O'Neil. Uh, include uh, Anna Kendrick and uh, Jimmy, your, your girlfriend, Elizabeth Olsen. I would have been fine with Elizabeth I would have been fine with either one of oh, them. Yeah. I'm a huge Anna I love Kendrick fan. I love Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's like adorable. Killing that um, Michael Bay thought the first cut of the film was too dark, so they added a bunch of comedy in the reshoots, because mm -hmm. you know how hilarious this movie is. Mm -hmm. The uh, This is, like I said earlier, the highest grossing turtle movie to date. Uh, Megan Fox found out she was pregnant two weeks into filming this movie. Uh, oh, really? kind of crazy. Oh. Yeah. And... Um, I, another uh, a big plot twist that was also scrapped was Eric Sachs was supposed to be secretly be Shredder the entire mm, time. They, they went back and shot the scenes. Yeah. They shot those scenes mm. where he's talking to the... And, the, the, and it's so obvious. It's so obvious. It's so telegraphed. But it was changed because of the Iron Man 3 Mandarin debacle. Yeah. And they should have known better than to, than to do... Yeah, that was just a big mistake to like whitewash, basically and, whitewash Shredder was not right. a good idea. And also, the turtles don't appear fully until the 20 minute mark. Let's let's be positive first, guys. What did we? What did you like about the 2014 uh, turtle movie? I'm going to start with Jimmy. Jimmy? <laughs> what you liked about it? Google has something to say first. Uh, well, I don't think Megan Fox is the problem. Uh, I never really had a problem uh, I mean, she's wrong in every way, but um, that's not what it's not the problem with the movie. So I'm I'm positive. I'm trying to make a positive out of I positive, something. That, I mean, it is positive because I think she's fine. I think she's fine in the movie for what she's asked to do. Uh, I like that Will Arnett is there, and I like that he's playing a character from something I remember when I was seven. Uh, so <laughs> I I um I like that. I will say this. Okay, let me say this. I really railed on this when it came out because I hated, I know that I, I hated the designs when mm -hmm. it came out. Yeah. Uh, I thought that is something that will not last. There's a reason the 87 turtles are still on everything because they're adorable and the designs will last forever. And most people were just like, why do you care? Eastman and Laird sold out. So why do you care what this, why do you care? And they're like, the turtles made a rock album that they sold at Pizza Hut. Why does it matter if this is good or not? And my <laughs> argument was, well, that doesn't mean it can't be good. Um, so people, I went out, I'm older now, and I watch this now, and I'm like, it's not so bad. 
maybe because I've seen other things that uh, that are worse but this is not good but no one's childhoods are should be uh, hurt or anything by this movie it's not it's not great uh, I hate that Platinum Dunes made this movie because I don't like their remake philosophy but it's not, it's not the worst thing that uh, that I've ever seen. It might be the worst of these movies we've watched, today, but it's not it's not it's not Hitler. I dare I just said Hitler. I didn't mean. We to will say talk it. about the Hitler story in the, in the finale. Oh wait, because uh, Megan Fox compared Michael Bay to Hitler. That's why she was thrown what? out of the Transformers. That's why movies. she was thrown out of Transformers. Yeah, and, and, Michael, and and Bay didn't mind it. Huh? That's why he I mean he brought her back. He brought her back. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm like you know what? You were kind of on point with that one. I, I, I overreacted. I'm sorry. You can have a job. But now she's writing a book, so look out. Look out, Michael Bay. Oh, man. I'm sure that's going to be a Fox is coming for you. <laughs> uh, Mike, what did give me something positive that you liked about this movie. Something positive. I think, and, and you decide if this is a positive thing or me just trying to make it sound positive. <laughs> I think that they expertly made the exact movie they set out to make. As in, they set out to make a big summer blockbuster tentpole picture with the Ninja Turtles in it, and that's what they made. I'll, I'll accept that. Uh, a lot of the action in, in both of the Platinum Dunes movies is very much that kind of action. It's, it's expendables. It's what the fast movies are now. Like, and... That is certainly a thing that people like, and probably has a lot. <laughs> probably has a lot to do with that box office number, in my opinion. Is that it looked familiar to people, even though like it looked familiar to people who wanted Ninja Turtles, because not everybody is as hard nosed about this shit as we are. Uh, and they were like, "Hey, it's turtles. They're ninjas still. Cool. I'm down. Here's my money." Uh, but then there were people who were like, "Yeah, I go see the big summer blockbuster movies. If it's got explosions and shit in it, I'll yes. be there." Yes. Um, and that's not me trying to like take everything away from this movie that I can by trying to explain its box office results. We'll but, get there, right? <laughs> but uh, I would say that that's probably what this movie does best is it it feels like a big summer blockbuster, Mission Impossible, mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, and I think that's what they not in quality. I'm a huge Mission Impossible. I know, that's why I mentioned it because just <laughs> so you don't understand what oh. I'm getting at. Uh, now, again, not in quality, but just in presentation, they're going for that template. Yeah. They're, they're, and, I mean, they made four hundred eighty-five million, so right. something worked there. I think the only reason it really made four hundred eighty-five million is because of the name Michael Bay, and people were thinking, "Oh, that's probably got." That, this is, I mean, it, it, it didn't chunk. hurt. It didn't hurt. Yeah. It didn't hurt at all. I mean, it, it probably that, did better overseas. I'm guessing, maybe possible, right? That will also have something to do with my negative points about mm -hmm. both of these movies. So we'll get to it. Yes, Billy, give me some positive you liked about this movie. I was trying to think of something positive the whole time both of y'all were talking, and I'm going to go with Will Arnett. You got it. I'm about to say, I suppose. Bojack Horseman himself. That's right. That's about the only positive Lego thing. Lego Batman. Only yes, positive yes. thing I can think of about my viewpoint on and this Most movie. importantly, Job. Job. <laughs> yes. What I liked about it, I'm going to piggyback off you. Will Arnett is solid. I love him in this. And no, I know William Fitchner has no business being Shredder. But he looks like he's having fun. He's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. He is a good and actor. I, I enjoy him in it. I think the action is fun, which you mentioned. Um, I think the action's a lot of fun in this. And I dig the layered and Eastman-esque animation at the beginning. I thought that was kind of a cool way to start the movie yeah. out. So, I wish it would have stayed that way. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that would have been great. Yeah. So, 
What did you not like about this movie, Mike? It's pretty much everything I haven't mentioned yet <laughs> would fall in this category. My main, so the, the point that I was going to jump to, and this just applies for both of them, so I'll say it now. This movie looks like Michael Bay's Transformers, and somebody shoved the turtles in it. It looks like the G.I. Joe movies that were out around that time, oh, and somebody shoved the turtles into it. It just didn't feel like a turtles movie to me, despite it having the turtles in it and characters and story and blah, blah, blah. That's the Platinum uh, Dudes of it all. Probably. Yeah, and that's that's fine. They want to make their own 100%, you know, their version of it. But, like, it just it made it feel cheapened, the fact that, like, I feel like I've already watched this movie, like, five times just with different characters already. Um, and I think the, the designs were crap. I hated it when the toys came out before the movie dropped because that's how everybody found out about the new designs. Yeah. And I want to say Mikey was the first one that everybody saw. With oh, the yeah, that's the worst one. Halloween costume. That's the worst yeah. one. Halloween costume it's drop. So oh, I forgot terrible. about that. It was bad. Uh, I was like, this must be a joke. Right. This has I thought to be it was. a joke. Right. I thought it was a joke. He has like, uh, like a... Like a shirt tied around his yep. his waist. I was like, this has got to be a joke. Yeah. There's no way they're doing this. They did it. They did it. They right. did it. They did it. They committed. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and then just like, I, I, I don't know. The the writing felt lazy. Uh, Megan Fox. And this isn't, and me, I'm sure she's a fine young woman. I do not know her personally. But, and while you don't have to have like the most acting chops in the world to pull off April O'Neil, uh, she's trash. That like that character, that version of April, I don't care for it. Uh, and also, one of the major, and I try not to care about this kind of stuff, but one of like the major fuck ups with the lore and whatnot that they do in this movie hinges on April. And even to, I think it's in the in another. I may I can't remember which one it's in. Someone says their names are stupid, and she goes, "Hey, I named them." Yeah, and I had already forgotten that. Yeah. That far into the movie, yeah. so I was just like, "Oh shit!" You just reminded me. I forgot that. Like it just, yeah. I mean, the everything about it. It's just yeah. the character designs is, is what turned me off originally. But I tried to, and I remember not hating this the first time. I remember, I remember enjoying it. Yeah, and there are. Because I was actually really disappointed when I watched it again. I'm like, oh, right, I didn't like this. And there are still parts of it that I like that I was happy that I still liked them. Like, at the end, when they're all falling and Raph starts pouring his heart out. That's good. Yeah, yeah that scene's great. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 That's but the only that's, time I like the turtles. I was about to say, that's the only time I really like movie. anybody. Well, the, the elevator. Movie. That elevator scene. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. that's yeah. in it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It was and, all right. Buddy. And Michelangelo always talking about finishing their hip-hop Christmas album. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's just... Oh, and Splinter. I Tony Shalhoub! hate this planet. It's got nothing to do with Tony Shalhoub. Nothing. He yeah. looks like a, a fucking monster. He does. So, I get that he's really supposed does. to be a mutant, but like... It, it, he looks horrible in the first one. He looks one. really bad. Right. The second oh, one yeah. is way better. Oh, yeah. It's a little yeah. bit better, but um, it's it's still... that. And then, but in the second one, he whatever, we'll get to that in the second one. I'll talk about that later then. But yeah. you could kind of say the same one for the first one. Like, he feels inconsequential in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's some issue. Oh, and they just kind of made Leo a dick in these movies. Mm-hmm. He's not like the hard-nosed leader who has to make the hard decisions. Well, he's Johnny Knoxville on this one. Yeah, which he has to be a dick. didn't fucking help any. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- th- so it's just, it, it's another Another guy that wrestled at WrestleMania that's yeah, been there in the you go. movie. <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's another time where they, they had the character Leo, and I get it, he's he's the Boy Scout, right? He's Captain America. Like, he's Superman. He's the one who, like, right, there's not... Chris Evans. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's a uh, mistreatment of the character. There. <laughs> Billy, what did you not like about this version of the Turtles? The main thing I didn't like about this version of the Turtles was the costumes. They were horrid. 
Yeah, the, the they, new looks were not good. They Bonnie were not looks good so at terrible. all. He really does. I mean, I I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what I don't like about this. They learned they're fighting from a book. Uh, uh, I had that here. Yeah. Uh, so many crane shots and panning of camera was just like, <laughs> dude, I I am I am tired of this. Megan Fox, don't get me wrong, she rocks <clears throat> that yellow jacket, oh, but her acting woman. is so rough. Like she just smiles all the time. Mikey's being creepy. She seemed to me, Megan Fox seemed to me like she was playing a different character from like another movie outside outside of trying to play April O'Neil. My my problem was she wasn't playing April O'Neil. She was playing Megan Fox with a journalist degree. Yeah. She was playing Reagan from New Girl. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is just is Megan, Megan Fox, Fox playing Megan, Megan Fox. Megan Fox playing like, Yeah, exactly. And I don't hate Megan Fox, it's just the, no, 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 no. like there's stuff going on in the movie and she's just like ha ha like at the end when Mikey's like singing to her, and she's just right. like, oh, he just blew up Arnett's new car, but that's cool. He's been cute. <laughs> um, yeah, she gets on my nerves in this one. Uh, the turtles were April's childhood turtles. What the hell? Uh, and, you know, I would let that slide if she w didn't find them many years later and was right. the only person to find them. Super convenient. That, that just... I, I would have rather than be an aliens man. Uh, the effects look more dated than the 1990 movie, yes. which is, is troubling. Splinter looks like garbage. Yeah, he does. So bad. I'm not big on the redesigns. The Foot Clan looks weird as hell. Mm -hmm. They look like they're out of that GI Joe movie. Yeah, they do. They really do. The comedy is way more missed than hit. Mm -hmm. uh, and honestly, a lot of the, the movie is kind of boring, and it's just not yeah. really fun. And the turtles, I don't find them super likable. The uh, the ending where you know they're falling and whatnot that makes Raphael a little bit likable. But other than that, I'm just like, why are we supposed to be rooting for these guys? Yeah. Jimmy, what did you not like about this version of Ninja Turtles? You guys have said pretty much all of everything. I really cannot underline enough how terrible these designs are, and I'm not going to belabor it, but what, what were they thinking with this? It's it, it's nothing that I want to... Does anyone have a tattoo of any of these characters? Because I have a tattoo of what Leonardo looked like years ago, and it's adorable, and like it's going to last forever. Does anyone have the, uh, Leonardo from this movie on them? No, there's, just, there's no. no life in this. No. And that's the second one flopped, because you didn't build up any love for this. The backstory here... Some of these movies do this thing where they they take out pieces of the lore, but then they still do fan service, and it feels broken. Shredder and Splinter fight, and who the fuck cares? Yep. There's no backstory between any of this. It's what it's what they do wrong with these movies, where it's like, here's something you remember, but there's nothing there. So Jimmy, out of five, what are we uh, what are we grading this movie on? We're going with uh, out of five. Hours being tempted and tortured by the 99 cheese pizza in Splinter's Hashi! Oh, God. <laughs> that looked good. It did look good, though. Um, how many hours being tortured by that pizza are you going to give out of five, Mike? Simply because I don't believe in doing zero on any rating system because this is That's a, why I did, that's why I did point five earlier. Because this movie is a movie. It's not a block of wood. So, like, they at least accomplished making a movie. That's fair. I give it a point five. There we go, Billy. I'm gonna give it a one because of Will Arnett. <laughs> I I gave it a 1.5 basically because of Will Arnett. Jimmy, are you gonna give it a two or are you gonna give it lower? I'm thinking ahead to the next one. I want to give that one, so I got to make sure this is coincides. That's, that, that, that <laughs> played into mind too. This this will be a half. I'm giving gonna wow, give it man. a half hour being tempted and tortured by the nine inch pizza and splinters high sheet. 
There's huge news in the sewer. The Mini Mutants. It's Toko with a sneaky surprise. A mini technodrome with Mini Mutants all its own. In the Turtle Tenderizer Chamber, Mini Shredder has painful plans for rap. Up top, a Mini Bebop keeping an eye out. There's looking at you. But Leo's got it totally covered. It's Leo's turtle playset with some big mini surprises of its own, like a cool sewer scope and mini Leo and Mike. Whoa, there's even a place for you, Shredder. The sewer just got smaller. So we're going to go from the first one to the sequel, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. It was released June 3rd, 2016. I... Went and saw that with Jimmy at theaters. Uh, it's directed by Dave Green. The budget is $135 million. They uh, made $245 million, which was not, not enough, yes, not considering they made a profit, but it wasn't yeah. as much as they wanted to. The cast is a lot, a lot of the same. April is Megan Fox. Vernon uh, is played by Will Arnett. Casey Jones makes his debut. It's uh, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Amell plays him. We're going to talk about him. Yeah, no. uh, Chief Vincent is played by Laura Linney. How the hell did they get Laura Linney? <laughs> you were too good for this movie, man. She must have been friends with somebody oh, that worked on the movie. <laughs> um, no, Noel Fisher returns as Mikey. Uh, Jeremy Howard plays Donnie. Alan Rich, Richson returns as Raph. We, uh, Pete Plozik uh, voices Leo. He actually voiced Leo originally before they casted uh, Johnny Knoxville in the first one. I think that's cool that they did that, actually. Um, yeah. ba uh, Baxter Stockman comes in. He's played by Tyler frickin' Perry yeah. Medea. Uh, Shredder is got recasted. Now he's played by Brian T. Rocksteady is played by Seamus. Uh, somebody that me and uh, Mike are... The first very wrestler well. to play Rocksteady. This is not a banger, if you ask me. Uh, Gary Anthony <laughs> William plays Bebop. Splinter is played by Monk yet again. Tony Shalhoub. Krang is voiced by the Bread Carrot. And Karai got recasted with Brittany Ishibashi. So the synopsis from IMDb is, The Turtles get into another battle with their enemy, the Shredder, who has acquired new allies, the mutant thugs, Bebop and Rocksteady, and the alien being known as Krang. Real quick, let's get some fun facts out of the way. Brad Garrett and Pat Fraley, the original Krang, are best friends in real life. Amazing. Uh, so that's that's one cool thing about Brad Garrett playing this part. Bang, 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 click, click, reload, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> There's a, a deleted scene online where Megan Fox meets Judith Hogue, who's her boss in the movie. Nice. Uh, she yeah. even says, we are practically the same person at one point. Why would they delete that? Because, <laughs> honestly, in my opinion... I feel like it's a horribly acted scene. Um, the whole movie's horribly acted. I know, it really but is. I feel yeah. like Jeff Hoax was not, was not great in that scene. Um, also, like it, they never go back to any of that. Stuff. I guess she wasn't trying to be great in that scene because she wasn't playing <laughs> fucking April O'Neil. Her, 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 her main <laughs> Oh, I'm willing to bet it was probably the biggest payday she had gotten in many moons. She was oh, probably yeah. acting her ass off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the producers tried to get a cameo for Elias Cotius, the original uh, mm -hmm. Casey Jones, but he turned it down because <laughs> he had better things to do. Oh, no, no, no. I saw the first um, one. I'm just going to go back to my shift to Target. Yeah, exactly. Was that uh, a quote from him? I had better things to do. <laughs> no, but okay. I'm just willing to guess. Uh, Brad Garrett was not originally casted for Krang. It was actually F Fred Armisen who oh, was casted as Krang, but he ended up, I, I think, huh. shooting a schedule change and it got to where it was a conflict. I want to hear his voice. No. I think that could have been interesting. Like, I would like to hear yeah. Fred yeah. Armisen do it. He only has well. two scenes. What, what could he work with? Yeah, yeah, I thought I he was in it yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
CM Punk auditioned to be Rocksteady at one point. Interesting. That's um, not the role for him. In this no. Movie. no. Johnny Knoxville claims he was not asked to come back to play Leo. I wonder why. Uh, uh, you can see a Triceraton and a Neutrino when I was going to mention that Crane places Shredder mm -hmm. in the lower level. Technodrome yep. frozen. The original title for this was TMNT Half Shell. And originally, there was set to be a third movie, since Megan Fox and the Turtles were mostly signed to do three movies. Tyler Perry claims that the idea for the sequel was for him to return as the Fly. It makes sense where his character yeah, is. He, he, he got away yeah. at the end, too, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what we liked about this movie. Billy, start us out. What did you like about Out of the Shadows? I liked that it was better than the last one. That is true. <laughs> and low bar. Yeah, yeah, very low bar. I, there wasn't much. I, I like that Crane was in this because, you know, I've always been a big fan of Crane. Uh, I'm sad that he didn't have, you know, more, you know, screen time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I like that they kept somewhat the same cast. Jimmy, what did you like about Out of the Shadows? Uh, there are things in there that I remember when I was young. So I, <laughs> I, I, I like, I, I do remember, not that it's done well, but I do remember the first Super Bowl commercial where they showed Crane. I was, uh, I was at a, Super Bowl thing and just being quiet and weird and that came on and I was like holy shit it's crying and like I and, and I was like trying to be cool like I don't want to see that but that came out because I wanted I, to see Krang in I, a movie I honestly think that's why we went to the theaters for it we did it's like go oh, Krang Bebop and Rocksteady and, yeah. Rocks and that's yeah. another thing I really wanted to see and I think Bebop and Rocksteady are pretty fun in this they're real bros and like they're they like like each other and they're like they're cool I like the guys that do it um yeah, I think they're really fun, um, and I think the movie uh, looks. I think it's kind of well shot. Um, there are like I the, think this movie looks way better. The sequence yeah. is the beginning where like they have the um, the turtle wagon or whatever, and it's like shooting uh, manhole manhole covers, mm -hmm. which is what the toy Mark, would do yeah. shit like that. Mark. What do you like, Mike? The only thing that I can say in this movie that I actually really outright liked, like it's not me trying to like reach for something to, to just to have something to say. Bebop and Rocksteady are the absolute MVPs of this movie, in my opinion. Okay. They're the only part of the movie that I actually like. I light up when they come on the screen because those dudes, like like Jimmy was saying, like they ended up actually having really good chemistry together and the, the constant like, my man, my man. Yeah, like right. I like that. Like you actually felt the bond between them, which is something that, I would argue no other two characters have in either of these movies. No. I like that there was a lot more color in this movie, where the other one was kind of like this monotone, like... Almost brown. Kind of like Michael Bay colors, essentially. Mm -hmm. This one, there's a lot of color that's actually fun. There's actual laughs in this movie. Um, I like that Leonardo doesn't sound like Johnny Knoxville, because that distracted <laughs> me a lot. The it is distracting when it's that recognizable yeah. of a voice. And it just didn't fit. It was recognizable and didn't fit. Right. Uh, I still love Vern. He's great in this. And I love that you can tell that this time around that the director is actually a big fan of the Turtle franchise because there's so much nerd shit in this one. Yeah. Whereas the last one was like, oh, let's make a movie that can make money. Yeah. I mean, they put a Triceratops on the yeah. And this yeah. time it was like, let's make a movie that can make the fans happy, that liked the cartoon, that liked mm -hmm. the comics. Let's do something for a little bit of everybody. So I, I like what this movie set out to do. And Bebop and Rocksteady are very, very entertaining. Billy, what did you not like about Out of the Shadows? I didn't like that Crane wasn't in it more. I didn't like that I didn't get to see more Triceraton. <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Because yeah. yeah. they seem like they would look cool. With they the would. Way they, yeah, with they the way. Oh, they, they were made for something. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the way that they did Bebop and Rocksteady in this, like you were yeah. saying. Yeah. Jimmy, what did you not like about Out of the Shadows? 
Well, I hate that scene where April changes clothes. That um, is so weird. That in the opening, weird I know. Yeah, I know the what they. Where she's like ogling uh, Tyler Perry, and then where she's like an Angelina Jolie character more than she is. April and then she yeah. switches clothes, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like a sorority girl. Like it's, a, it's yeah. another Mega Fox playing Mega Fox thing. Yeah, it really it's is. like April. You're a well-known reporter, and like you're just right. like swiping. This is shoplifting. Uh, but uh, I just think that's it's a dumb scene. But that's just in there so you can have that shot of her tying her. Um, her shirt together in the trailer because she looks like she's wearing a schoolgirl outfit. As it's, her pants it, magically disappear yes, from that she never took them off. It's only there for the trailer. Now, if Winona Ryder was playing that part, then that would have been perfect. What? <laughs> because of the stealing clothes thing. Oh, yeah, because so. she's a... Well, yeah, we're really... Yeah. <laughs> that's a, well, that's a pool. That's a real pool. I kind of forgot she got in trouble for that. You for see, kids, yeah. the mom on Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be a klepto. She used to, be, used to steal <laughs> shit. But we love her now. We do. Yes, yes, yes. And she didn't steal from any of us. No, not at all. All she stole is Hopper's heart. Really, the thing I'm holding against this movie is that they waited till this one to do some of these things. Yeah, um, it felt it did feel a little too little to like. It, yeah, late. and like you, you're trying to you're trying to oh you're trying to win me back now, are you? And I went and saw it, and those things were fine because I want to see them as a kid. But then I never watched. I, I wouldn't have watched it again unless we watched it for this. Now, yeah. did you go and um, see this because of Crane or Megan Fox? I went and saw this because e they were selling Ecto Cooler. We well, uh, were drinking uh, Ecto Cooler. Yes, yeah, so I we could <laughs> we have been watching anything. I didn't care. <laughs> I just wanted to go in there and watch it, get Dr. Cooler and yeah. watch a movie with him. Uh, so really, that's that's why, you know. Things that I didn't like in particular, uh, Crane just kind of comes out of nowhere, and Shredder just accepts it, and just like, okay, I'll go with your plan. Crane's also way too big for my liking. Um, I'm, I'm going to just say this now, because I know Mike's probably going to elaborate on it. Casey Jones. Sucks. What is his motivation? Why does he have to be a freaking cop? Which... Being a vigilante cop is a little problematic. Seeing how many of my points you're mm -hmm. gonna... He's basically playing Arrow as Casey Jones. But I'll, I'll let you go back into it a little oh, bit Oh, no, more. I just... I, I it, It's all obvious. That's why yeah. I'm counting off. Like, right. yep, 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 yep. And the other thing I have a big problem with is there's this plot point where the turtles found out they can become human. But they were never human to begin with. So how are they going to become human? <laughs> Even though they're... They were poor turtles, and well, there my head just exploded. Mike, you're up. What did you not like about that? So, just adding on to what you brought up, the story is so. Can I say the F word now? Are we oh, we've word? said it already. Oh, okay, yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Like, it makes no. one, it's a perfect, like, they, the story could have been so interesting. Mm -hmm. Had and I don't remember how Splinter's lore works in these movies. If he is Hamato Yoshi or if he's a pet, he's not. But if, he's he's not. Okay, because if he was Hamato Yoshi, then like we could. Oh, we'll get this to turn our father back to that. You know, at least something. Oh, that would have been good. That yeah, would have been good. But God forbid we do that with this movie. Yeah. Uh, so it, like the turtles literally sound fucking stupid, especially mm -hmm. Raph mm -hmm. when he says like, "No, we have to take it." Like y'all were never. Human, what are you going to turn into? Why do you want to be the little small turtle again? <sighs> and that's why uh, I had you go last, by the way. <laughs> I also I hate the title of this movie because to me it promised something that I brought up earlier, which was out of the shadows. To me, sounds like oh, we're not hiding in the fucking shadows anymore, and all you get is like the cops saw them, and then the cops kept their secret really good, but then Laura Lenny told them that they should go out and and be around people, and they're like, not yeah, and they're like. Yeah. That thing we wanted this whole movie? Nah. We don't want it anymore. Cause, nah, fam. Because a thing happened. Uh, Krang is way too fucking big. And I don't just mean the body. Like, the whole bit it's, it's too much. Of, no. of it can't fit back in the body was fucking not funny. Yeah. And took up way too much screen time, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and then Casey Jones. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just And I try really hard to not be a source material guy. I try really hard to just, okay, 
I, I want to treat everything as a self-contained version. Do I like... No, I don't like this version of Casey Jones because I've already seen this character mm -hmm. on Arrow. It, fuck, I've seen this character on SummerSlam. Bring it back, wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Steve, it's just Stephen Amell. And again, I'm not trying to rag on the guy, but right. like right. he gets hired to be Stephen Amell, and that seems to be it. Like They didn't even go through the trouble of like giving him long hair. Like Just something to make him not look like Oliver Queen or Stephen Amell. Yeah. And I mean... The whole him being a cop is that is weird. far cry from the original. I character. forgot all about that. Right. Yeah. It also like it gives us that awesome <clears throat> scene in the beginning where he's in the truck and saying just all the most stereotypical, shitty, bland dialogue that they could have possibly. Why are the shells in the back? Why did you have a shotgun with those? It just it's fucking trash. No, because I'll be honest with you, this movie and the previous one. I had a lot of trouble paying attention through the whole movie because I just did not give a shit. About anything in the story for either one of these films. Yeah, I just recently rewatched <gasps> this film. Oh, I, today was literally the first time yeah. I've seen this movie. Yeah, oh, was today the very first oh, ever. Yeah. Wow, I'd never like wow. a little bit that played in the background <clears throat> when we were recording yeah. previously. Yeah. That's the most last, I've seen it. Last week wow. was the second time I saw it, and I thought I remembered really liking it, but I was like, "Whoa, this is not what I remembered." Yeah. Okay. Jimmy, what is the grading criteria on Out of the Shadows? <laughs> Technodrome, surprisingly not underground, but hovering in the sky for some reason, probably because <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> How many Technodromes are you giving this movie, Mike? I give this movie one slowly pieced together Technodrome. I'm agreeing with Mike, only one. Uh, Billy, not your Billy, Jimmy. Which? Is, <laughs> how many techno drums you get in it? I'm giving it uh, two because of the ecto cooler. I remember that ecto cooler. So <laughs> I have a picture of you and I sitting in the theater, yep. and it was a really great time. Um, I think it's slightly better than the last one, uh, which I gave a, a star and a half or whatever it is and a half. half but it's they're really about on par, really. I mean, there are things in this one that I remember. From you know Krang and Bebop and Roxy, but really, they're kind of the same to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give it to. I'm giving it a two point five. I just wow. think there's a, I think there's actually stuff to like in this one as opposed yeah, to the last I do movie. Think so, yeah. Yeah. It still sucks, but there's Bebop and Rock City. It's got Bebop there's, and Rock City who are really like it. Uh, there's a lot of nerd stuff in there. It's like they they tried with this one. Where the first one I didn't feel like they tried. I wonder how much of. The, the stuff that we don't like with this one was like producer notes. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many podcasts I've listened to or documentaries I've watched where like movies that I definitively, I know I hate. And then I hear the story about why, you know, it turned out the way it does. Like, Oh, well now That's I feel why. bad that I didn't get to yeah. see the original version right. of like Nightmare on Elm Street five or like just picking right. some random movie that I don't like. Itchy fingers. Gotta go. Hit Play the video. Real handful sits around. I those graphics. Hear that sound. Hombi, hombi, hombi is hot. And now, hotter than ever, new talking turtle. Cowabunga! Yeah! Got you zapped for the shop. This boy's hot. Handheld video games and new talking turtles from Hombi. Hot or what? Alright, we're finally here. We're going to talk about the new Turtle movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, which was released August 2nd, 2023, directed by Jeff Rowe, of course produced by Seth Rogen. The budget was $70 million. Uh, to date, it has made $118 million. I don't know how much it's made this weekend just yet. 
Uh, Billy has not seen this movie yet. I have. Um, I did not get a chance to see this movie yet. The cast for this movie: Michelangelo is played by newcomer Sh Shimon Brown Jr. Leonardo is played by Nicholas Cantu. Donatello played by Micah Abbey. Raphael played by Brady Noon. April O'Neill is played by. I'm gonna let Jimmy say this name because he says it way better than I. I can say it. Is this the woman that plays April? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't. I have to see it. I, I owed Iobi or something like that. Edaberry, Edaberry, uh, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. she's from the Bear. She's great yeah. in the Bear. Yes. Um, Splinter is voiced by Jackie Chan. Cynthia Utram is voiced mm -hmm. by Maya Rudolph. Genghis Frog is voiced by Hannibal Buress. Baxter Stockman finally gets played by Giancarlo Esposito, but he doesn't really do much. Uh, Superfly is voiced by Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. Rock, Rocksteady is voiced by John Cena, another wrestler for us. Uh, Bebop is voiced by the producer himself, Seth Rogen. Leatherhead, for some reason, is voiced by Rose Byrne. Wingnut is voiced by Natasha Dimitrio. Uh, Ray Filet is voiced by Mr. Uh, Post Malone. And finally, Mondo Gecko, the most perfect casting ever. Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko. The synopsis, the Turtle Brothers work to earn the love of the New York City while facing down an army of mutants. We're, we're going to do some fun facts real quick. Okay. This is the most critically acclaimed Turtle movie to date. It has a 96% rating on Rotten Tomato. Uh, Shredder was originally the villain for this, but he was moved to potentially be in the sequel so he could be uh, focused on more without sharing the spotlight with the new Turtles because you have to kind of establish them. Uh, the director said, it, it's, think about the, the Joker in the Dark Knight movie. You did Batman Begins to set up the Batman's world, and then you yeah, bring Joker to tear it down the next movie. Right. That's kind of what he w wants to do with Shredder. Uh, Jeff Rowe, uh opted to make Superfly the villain instead because he wanted the antagonist to also be a mutant that shared empathy with the Turtles and could easily tempt and corrupt them uh, th uh, through some of his machinations because, um, as you know, he's, he's the bad guy. Uh this movie was recorded, the cast of this movie was recorded in groups so actors could work off of each other, kind of like the 1987 cartoon. Right. Uh, Jeff Rowe also wrote Jackie Chan a letter asking him to be Splinter, like he just hand wrote a letter, hmm. and Jackie Chan really liked, really liked that about him. Superfly was supposed to be a mutated Baxter Stockman at one point. Uh, do you think they should have done that? Yes. I thought that's why they casted Ice Cubes, because he was... So different from SBC. I just made a note of that because I think that's weird. And I think they should think have done weird. that. Yeah. Once again, Stockman is just kind of thrown away. It, He's only in the first five It's minutes. confusing really? to he, us. He barely talks. Wow. As, a, as a fan, I'm confused. I'm like, well, wait a minute. And I'm thinking about it while I'm watching. I'm like, well... He should be a flop, but he's not. He's, but he's he made this kind of original. Character. And I'm thinking about it, and I shouldn't be thinking about it. I should just be enjoying the film. But right. it's just it gets stuck in my crawl. So that makes sense to me. That did you just fart? Yes. Okay, that makes sense to me that it was a thing. So. Excuse did me. You, was that the chair or the fart? Chair. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I personally, I like it. Just we'll get that out there. We'll get there. Uh, the voices of the turtles are actual teenagers this time around, uh, for the first time ever. And Seth Rogen wanted the soundtrack to be a big part of the movie and cited the uh, Tony Hawk video game soundtrack as an inspiration. Hmm. What did uh, you all think of the soundtrack? Amazing. I love the soundtrack. Me too, me too. I love the, I love the, I like the score. The uh, Trent Reznor and as Atticus Ross. Yeah, yeah Atticus Ross. Is uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good um, getting them to do that. And I like the uh, some of the needle drops 
uh, in it. I think they're pretty good. I mean, the when when Can I Kick It kicks on right as the movie ends, yeah. like to go into the final credits is perfect. And that scene, mm-hmm. uh, right. when they play Annie Up, going into like the beginning of the third act as they're all basically like surfing across mm-hmm. the harbor. To, I love that scene. That song worked perfect. I mean, Bondo Gecko looks so fucking cool in that scene, mm-hmm. too. All right, Mike, what did you like about Mew Mayhem? Uh, I like a lot of, honestly, as, for as easy as it is to fall into the trap of not liking the stuff that's different, I always look at the approach like, okay, it's different, it's not what I've always loved about the story, but do I like what's different? Like, do I like what they've given me? Again, the whole treat itself contained. <clears throat> and I actually really like this movie. It's as early as we've ever been with the Turtles, in like a consistent timeline, like sure we've seen them, you know, the turtle tots and whatnot. They even get into that in this movie. Uh, But I like seeing them trying to figure out who they all are. Like there's this really good moment near the end where Leo, when the rest of them want to quit, Leo's the one that brings them up. And there is no, like, as the movie starts, there is no distinction, Leo's the leader. There is no, like, you know, they don't know who they are yet. They just have like their personality traits. And after Leo kind of riles everybody. Yeah, and Raph even like walks up to him. He's like, you know, for the first time, like, you didn't sound lame. Like yeah. You kind of sounded like a leader. Yeah. And then Leo like spazzes out about them saying that. It's like, and you ruined it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I like the April O'Neil. I think she's still like the, she's not the damsel in distress. And I like that because April O'Neil doesn't need to be a damsel in distress. Like she gets to stand on her own. Uh, she, I mean, she gets to work for Channel 6 News by the end of the movie, which I think is super fucking cool. That's awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I like the only thing I don't like about this April is that her hair looks like flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> Couldn't stop thinking about that while I was watching. I the like movie that yesterday. part of it actually. I like that. Uh, like no, again, she's not the April that we know and love, but I still like this character, and she has she has a lot of the same motivations that the turtles have, so it makes sense when she kind of teams up with them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got that. Jimmy, uh, what did you like about Mutant Mayhem? Uh, I do think that this is the best Leo has ever been. Uh, he is, uh, for me, um, the most relatable of the Turtles and that they give him the story as far as April's concerned. And overall, he just seems like I, I related to him and that's never really happened before. Also, uh, if you have an alcoholic beverage, take a shot whenever I say this wasn't made for me because I'll probably end up saying that a lot as we go through because this wasn't made for me. Um, but I do like the sketchy look of this. It harkens back to not just the comics, but of the kind of low budget, no low budget roughness of the '90s film, like it feels, it feels right for Ninja. Ninja Turtles shouldn't be beautiful, and it should be kind of rough and like their squibbles and stuff, like a like a teenager drew it. Um, and I like that a lot. I love that kids will see this and love it, and it will continue this brand for years. I'm a turtle guy, but I'm also a He-Man guy, and that's going to die with me. Mm-hmm. Kids aren't going to get into that no. because they can't figure out how to do it. Nope. But turtles, they change and they make it so kids will love it forever. Um, it's not in any. It's never going to go away because they keep figuring out a way to reinvent it. That's the best thing about um, this movie for me. I love that the mutants that are in it. You can tell uh, what action figures the writers had. Like obviously they had McMahon, or they had the ones that are in it. They're the ones that they had, and they're like, let's put mine. This is me doing Seth Rogen when he's high because he, he, they were high when they wrote this. Um, you know, it's like you can tell which ones that they liked. They're like, we got to put him in it because we had it when I was eight. Um, and I like that about it. Things that I like about Me and Mayhem, the entire cast is stacked. It's just everyone is fantastic, I think. Uh, the, the soundtrack is by far the best of, of all the movies. Um, seeing Mondo Gecko, Ray Filet, and more of those like <laughs> random. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle characters in the movie is just 
fucking rad. Uh, Jackie Chan is Splinter is just awesome. I think uh, Paul Rudd as Mondo is just per perfect. Perfect. I like that they go into the mutant fear thing, kind of reminiscent of X Men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, uh, the montage of the turtles taking care of crime business in the at the end of the first act or beginning of the second act is one of the best turtle scenes. Set no diggity. Yeah, and it's perfect. For like a kids' movie, it almost feels like they're equivalent to like the Daredevil hallway scene. Yeah, because yeah. it's so perfectly shot, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, a kid's it's movie. so good. Yeah, uh, Superfly works to the villain. I like his motivations and all that. I like I like Ice Cube. Uh, Splinter's pizza party with the celeb cardboard cutouts <laughs> was fucking hilarious. All the Chris's. All the Chris's show up. Chris Pine, Chris Evans. Billy's like, what are you talking about? I have the best eyebrows. Um, <laughs> this is over my head it's, now already. It's really, really funny. Uh, the action is fantastic. The turtles go into high school at the end. To, uh, with, I know there's there's supposed to be a TV show, possibly. Yeah. And, of course, possibly a sequel. So I think they've already announced forward, both of them. Yeah. Go, they haven't announced a movie sequel yet. Oh, they, yeah. have announced the, they have announced the cartoon. Okay. But I still think going forward, like, it's a different take, so I'm interested to see where that goes. And you get that uh, awesome scene at the end where Mikey's mask falls down the manhole mm -hmm. cover, yeah. which I think is beautiful the way they do and, that. And, of course, the Shredder teaser on the post credit. We're getting Shredder next time, although he sounds like a mercenary. But, they, but it does we'll already see. establish yeah. the relationship mm -hmm. between Shredder and Crane. Yeah, that so is So that is interesting. So, Mike, what did you not like about you, Mayhem? Uh, I don't like that they get away from the original lore. Uh, again, I, I like what they gave us. I just I would still would have rather had the original lore. Yeah. Um, and I would have liked to seen a few more mutants get a, a little bit more screen time. Yeah. Like they all, they, as much as like it is really cool seeing all of them on screen, and it is the most like Ninja Turtle mutants have ever been in a movie. Uh, they're all kind of treated as one. Like you don't really get too many one. Like Mondo Gecko. Mondo gets, Gecko gets his he own gets his stuff. moments, but like. Ray Filet is just there to sing the name Ray Filet over and over again, but he only really does it when he's around Mondo and yeah. all the rest of them. Um, and then, like, Scumbug, which, to get to the, the splinter of that, I don't know if this necessarily explains it, but in the beginning of the movie, when he's talking about his backstory and whatnot, the only friend he had before he mutated was a cockroach. Oh, okay. there you go. So, yeah, yeah, because what right, happens right. is somebody steps on the cockroach that's right. and kills him, and then he goes, and then I ate then he ate, if I say, then he right. ate him, yeah. So he's already had cockroach in his mouth before we even get to the disgusting kissing scene at the end. Billy Splinter and, and Scumbug make out with tongues. Yeah. It's weird. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty intense, if I'm why? being honest. Don't know. Uh, why does that funny occur? For kids. Uh, oh, and uh, I will say this. So a scene that I didn't like, that I know you didn't like, that we talked about as it was going when they are just doing their teenagery stuff. Or and the then, bacon, egg, and cheese or yeah. something like that. So they like start like kind of like bacon, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, and keep kind of going like that. They were supposed to be acting like they were like cool guys, I guess, from New York. And it, it showed like that they were like not cool. And but that was kind going. of the, the point, and but it, keeps it, going. it goes way too long. In but the, I will say this. My nine-year-old son laughed his fucking ass off while that was going on. So again, it. it's not made for us. Smart, yes. I'm sure, um, I'm sure your nine-year-old son understood half the uh, oh, he loved the entire half movie. the dialogue they were uh, saying, like up-to-date words that. Oh yeah, he from, got all the references. From, from what I got in the trailer, I had no idea what they were even saying. Yeah. Like Riz, the, uh, what the hell is Riz? The, 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 uh, they do say Molly Wop in that movie, which I do love that. When we were seeing it, I literally said out loud, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he was like, well, they're being teenagers. It's like, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, but that is a, like, uh, 
I would have liked to have Shredder be more in the movie, but I understand they're setting yeah, it up yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. I'm, Again, I'm my, with them my only real gripe is that I did, like I didn't get more Bebop and Rocksteady, and I didn't get more of the the other mutants and whatnot. The thing that I didn't like, I want to want Jimmy to say his last. Um, <laughs> I feel like he's gonna have a passionate response. Um, not having the whole Hamato Yoshi backstory is very messed. Splinter's just a rat. He has nothing to do with Hamato Yoshi at all, and that. Like, every iteration of Turtles that I've looked at the last several months has different lore. The comics lore is different from the cartoon lore, Correct. different from the 90s movie lore, different from the 2014 lore. I don't mind them changing the lore. Right. I'm saying lore way too much. <laughs> Say but, lore again. But there's, like, no lore in here. And it's just like, like, why should we care about Shredder coming in if you don't have the... Amato Yoshi, Orokusaki of it all. Um, another thing I hated, we, we already kind of touched on this, there's probably too much teen humor I just didn't get. Uh, April, there's a whole like montage of April O'Neil throwing up on TV, and they it goes make a it, little they long, turn it yeah. into a TikTok. What? And she's throwing up, and they, they give her a filter where they... they it, why or she's she throwing up rainbows. Why does she throw up on TV? She tries to she go got, on... She, she tries to go on school news and she gets all nervous and she starts throwing up and they like make like a whole like minute long scene about it. And she's explaining like because they see the words "pute girl" written on her locker and they don't know it's hers. How old is this April? Uh, high portrayed school. as it's about fifteen. Or high so. school. And how old are the turtles? About which fifteen. Is, or so. Which is so they're the same age. Yeah, that's weird. Well, it's that's like that. Like two, of, two of the cartoons. Yeah, 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 but that's still weird yeah. to me. Um. And we've talked about that a lot. I actually think the scene at Eastman High, by the way, we didn't yeah. catch oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. There's also a place called The Layered. Yeah. Oh, well. Nice. Uh, but also, I mean, the the whole throwing up thing is foreshadowing later when she somehow gets on Channel 6 News, and then they want to hire her, which I don't like, because she's a fucking 15-year-old. And she does throw yeah. up on Channel 6, too. Yeah. She chokes it back, and then in the middle of it, looking like she's mm -hmm. doing a good job, it just... Yeah. yeah. And she still gets the job. But yeah, yeah. I, I I hated all kind of the, that like the, the humor. It's, that's once again not for me. I get it, but it just I just didn't think that stuff was funny. Uh, total waste of Giancarlo Esposito because I think I've said his name like five different times during the podcast. He is one of the best actors alive, and he is the perfect <laughs> Baxter Stockman uh, dream casting. But he had I think two or three lines in the first five minutes, and then he's like, I don't know if he's dead or gone or what. Uh, it's it's dead, but there's no body. Yeah, yeah. So they could bring him um, if they wanted. At the end, this is a big spoiler, uh, Billy. That's all funny. all those villains, except for Superfly, turn face. They become good, good guys. guys. They all become, like, I think they all go to live with the turtles. Huh. Which, for the most part. I'm okay with, like, Ray Filet huh. and Mondo Gecko and right. Scumbug doing that. Yeah. I don't like that Bebop and Rocksteady no. are good I guys. I think that'll probably come I'm hoping that changes. That might, that might, yeah. Um, who knows? But that oh. that and Leatherhead also. I thought Leatherhead I could kind of buy, but also that Leatherhead had an interesting design because the the eyes were mm -hmm. like goggles. Yeah. Goggles. Also, why was Rose Byrne Leatherhead? Because she's a friend of theirs. And also, like there's other girl characters that she could play. Yeah. Um, that's weird. That's a mutant. They can make make something up. Unless you know, you're gonna put like, like a Tim Pester or some shit. Yeah. The, uh, the, anima the animation for me is a little disorienting at times. Uh, it's not as smooth as, like, Across the Spider-Verse, which I, you were saying earlier, it makes sense because the original comic was 
not the smoothest. That also may have something to do with like the work schedule that they were trying to. Keep they said they had a gr- no. That was uh, no. It's my point no. is that they didn't spend. They didn't no. like. They were trying to not do what happened on across the Spider Verse. I think, but I think, but I think also the artistic choice was like chosen by them. Like they yeah. wanted it to look that way, which sometimes, especially when they had the human characters, was a little disorienting. <coughs> Some uh, of the face designs, like on the people Utram, in New York. I thought it would have worked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she might supposed to be a robot. It, That's how I felt the whole it, time. Anyway, it, it yeah. worked for the mutants, but not all the yeah. the yeah. actual like human characters. Uh, did we really need a? Rat making out with a bug woman, bug and all. We haven't even gotten to the kaiju of it all yet. I don't really mention that. I just like it's I fine. Say I like it. Fine, but um, there's a thing Billy doesn't know. So it's, but, it's third act it's stuff, third act and stuff. it works. It's um, a and it's also a PG. Not, yes, and, I think so. And yeah. also, this is a PG rated movie. So how can we get away with all the tongue tonguing? I don't. I, was I mean, you don't see the tongue moving around. Oh, they just, oh okay. They, their mouths open, and they. What go about all the milking? And I thought of, that joke was funny. a lot of that milking was, in the movie. That was fine. Um, it was fine, but it was a little weird. But and also, I like I like pop culture references in oh, yeah. this in the turtle movies. But I thought they relied on them a little too heavily. But there was just like a lot of like stuff that felt dated for twenty twenty three already. I'm like, it, this it is weird how dated twenty years from now. It is weird how it's like either super current references are like super dated yeah right? like the, yeah, the, the four don blonde scene like what was that all about yeah, what was that that was a that was strange i still think that seems funny though it's funny but then why did they go to the youtube version of four non blondes all of a sudden it was just yeah, stupid I, mean, I don't I, there was a lot i i really did like this movie but there was a lot of things that I, left me scratching my head i like that they basically eject all the mutants from the car as that song's on and mondo gecko turns around and in slow motion says what's going on <laughs> to finish the melody i thought that was a nice little touch jimmy what did you not like about mutant mayhem um well first of all this movie's not for me uh if a movie <laughs> if Take a drink. <laughs> And, but but if a mom came up to me on the street and knew I was into nerdy stuff and she was like, should I take my kid this? I say, yes, your kid, your kid will, will love this. And I think in general, this is a fine film. Um, and I would, I've told people that, but we're, this is a total podcast. So I'm going to just say what is on my 45 year old mind. Shredder at the end is meaningless because they learn Ninja from watching movies and there's no backstory. Um, they may come up with something in the next movie, like maybe Shredder had something to do with the ooze, but they won't because they'd have to really think about it and that's not going to happen. Uh, there's a scene where Donnie doesn't even know what his bow is. Like, it's a funny scene where they, they go in a garage and are about to fight and he's like, I have a stick, what is this? You've been, you've been practicing to do this for 15 years and you don't know what your bow is. It's just, it's a funny line, but something has to matter in these movies. Um, and I know Seth Rogen and his friend, friend and his buddy wrote this when they were high. So I know, and it's fine, it's fine. Like, it's funny. Um, but there's got to be more than that. I did write this. I feel like the backstory was gutted with an ice cream scoop because the writers were too high or lazy to come up with absolutely anything. All drama and weight is gone for the sake of fun. And they're probably right because kids nowadays don't want to hear about what happened 50 years ago in Japan. Um, they don't want that. They just want here's a fun story. And that's fine for this movie because it's because it's not made for me. Here goes the fucking, here goes my cuckoo. There's a lot of people here though. So to me, this movie is like, I wrote this, I think I put this in my Instagram little thing I wrote. It's like, this movie is like a bowl of cereal and someone has gone through and picked out all the cereal meat. And by cereal meat, I mean everything that's not a marshmallow. And <laughs> it's literally just a bowl of marshmallows. Like it's just a bowl of fluff. Uh, no one will agree with this, but it's what I think. This is like Batman, but like, let's not do the dead parent thing because fun. Um, 
it's just all gone and um, it doesn't really work for me, but this movie's not made for me, so that's fine. But what really, what I think is really weird about the movie, and when I was a kid, I had said in school, and I hated school, um, and I think, what were the, what are, what are the Ninja Turtles doing? I bet they're, because they practice, uh, they have to do that, but they also eat pizza, and they watch TV, and at night, uh, Raphael is like, I'm gonna go to a movie, and he goes out and watches uh, Critters. Um, but I'm in school the whole time, and that sucks, but the turtles do cool things because they're teenagers. But the, at the end of this movie, the turtles are in fucking school. And I, I don't understand that. It's not fun to me. It's not relatable. But I know that's relatable to kids who watch that now. But it's not relatable. I would, not, I would be like, at 10, I'd be like, but I don't want to go to school. It works as a story because there's that scene where April takes them to school, and I'm like, they're going to end up in school. That's what's going to happen. And that's fine. It's written that way. But the kid in me doesn't understand that, and it kind of breaks the property in a way. Um, it's what I think. No one else should think that. You should just enjoy the movie. Um, April's the same age as the Turtles, which I've gotten used to, but I still think it's better when she's a grown woman. I agree. Um, so there's like a dynamic there, um, and I, that's kind of weird. Um, I wish, I like Superfly. I like Ice Cube. I wish his name wasn't Superfly. I wish like Michelangelo gave him the name Superfly. Also, and this is probably the last thing, that there's a lot of dad humor with Splinter. And like Splinter is their father, but he's not their dad. Uh, and again, I don't, know if, I don't know if that makes sense, what I just said. Um, it makes sense to me. Like he is their father and their mentor. Yeah. But he, it's he's not like, father it's like, oh, dad. But again, this movie is not made for me. So, Jimmy, what is the grade skill we're going with out of five for Mutant Mayhem? We are going with, out of five, cardboard cutouts of various actors named Chris. Hot take, but Chris Pratt is the best. Come at me, Internet. <laughs> Mike, how many cardboard cutouts are you going to give this out of five? I'm going to give it four. I really, I've watched it twice, which is more than enough opportunities. So oh, yeah, you saw it. Not time. like it, and I, I still enjoy it. I gave it a four as well. Jimmy? Um, I would. I know I just said a bunch of things about it, but I know that this movie is good. <laughs> like, I know it's a well-made film and that it works. So I'm not going to grade it as I would grade, as the 10-year-old me would grade it. I'm going to grade it what I think it is, and I think it's pretty good. I'd give it three and a half. And, Mike, uh, you actually took your son to it uh, yesterday. I did. I, I hear you have a recording of what he thought of the movie. Let's play that right now, why don't we? All right, why don't we? Thanks, guys. Here with the boy. Now, we went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, recently. Mm -hmm. Did you like the movie? Yes. All right. Now, who was your favorite character in the movie? Michelangelo. All right. And one last question. What was your favorite part? Them being a super-duper fly. So, the end of the movie? Yeah. All right. Good answer. Well, you heard it from him, guys. Take it. Oh, he liked it. <laughs> Isn't he adorable? He is adorable. He is your son, after yeah. all. He seemed to really enjoy it. <laughs> it was weird. We just all went along with it. <laughs> so I'm going to ask a couple of uh, quick questions. No explanation. Just give me the answers. We've all been right. here like all day. Oh, yeah. Yes. We've uh, been waiting a long time. Uh, so you're just going to tell me which movie we've, of, of the seven that, that, uh, for each question. Which movie had the best look, in your opinion, when it came to the Turtles? Billy? Uh, the original. Jimmy? Uh, the original. Mike? Original. Uh, that's a sweep. I also picked the original. Best Turtle voiceover cast, Billy? Uh, original. Jimmy? Uh, the, the, the movie's the original. Mike? Yeah, original. 
I picked the original too. I swear I've got answers uh, that don't involve the original. We'll Favorite see April O'Neil. Billy? Uh, original, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's original. Secret of the Ooze. Page Durka, okay. Really? Like I said earlier, that is my age. She was my favorite when I was a kid. Yeah. So. She was my favorite as a kid too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm gonna pick you Hope as well from the original. Yep. Favorite Cakey Jones. That's original, everybody. Original. original. Part yeah. three. <laughs> I like him in part three, but oh, they don't, they they don't do anything with him. They don't do anything with him. He plays two yeah. characters. He does. Right. Yeah. Favorite Shredder. Um There's been a bunch of those. There have been a few Shredders. Secret of the Ooze, Super Shredder. It's still the original. It, yeah, original. I want to go Secret of the Ooze as well. Favorite Splinter, original. Original, original. original. puppets to yeah. die for. Uh, favorite movie, original. Original, original. extra original. crispy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Worst movie. Oh, um. Uh, Start with Billy. Probably the Michael Bay first one. All right, Jimmy. Ag agreed. 2014. Yeah. I'm going to Ninja Turtles 3, guys. That was hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, which movie had the best humor, do you think? Billy. Hmm. Best humor? I try to get not just the original. Right. I'm going with the original still. Alright. Jimmy? Uh, I'm going to say original. If I thought about it, it might be different, but I'm going with the original. Yeah. No. I think it might be even Mayhem, actually. I was about to say, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Mutant Mayhem. I think I'm it's funny. between Mutant Mayhem and Secret of the Ooze for as much as those jokes are shitty and cringy. I like the shit cringe jokes of it, but I'll say Secret of the Ooze just to give it another one. Because I know it's not going to get many answers on this. I was thinking about Secret of the Ooze. Which, which movie is better than you remembered? Billy? Better than I remembered? Uh, uh, I'll just go Secret of the Ooze. Jimmy? I know this doesn't go with my last answer, but I actually think the first uh, Michael Bay one is better than I remember, even though it's still the worst. <laughs> that's fair. Mike? Part three. Oh, ooh, that's, that's a take. Damn. I want to say the, the the original, because I mm. thought it would be fine, but yeah. I didn't know it would be great. I think like, it's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which movie was worse than you remembered, Billy? Worse than I remembered... Uh... The second Michael Bay film. I agree. Second, uh, that one, whatever that was called. Out of the yeah. Shadows. 2014, yeah. the first, the first one. Quotey quote Michael Bay one. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Out of the Shadows as well because yeah. I rem I liked it the first time I saw it, and this time I was like, uh, no. Um, best soundtrack. Oh, that's by far. Uh, uh, Secret of the. Uh, the first it? movie has a banging soundtrack. Hammer, uh, yeah. Partners in Crime. I think it's really good. Uh, Mike. Mutant Mayhem, and it's not even close. Mutant Mayhem for me as well. Uh, if you could pick a movie to redo with your direction, which one would you pick? Really? Uh, the first Michael Bay films. I know I can make a, mm. best, a much better film than he did. I think Secret of the Ooze, as a follow-up to the original, I think it could be a lot better. It's a good <clears throat> Mike? Part three for mention, for reason I mentioned earlier. Part three as well for me. Of all the movies, who is the greatest casting in the history of the Turtle franchise? You have to only pick one person, though. Judith Hogue. I think because that movie's subpar and he makes it even better, uh, I think I'm going to say David Warner. Ooh, that's a great that pick, nice. too. Yeah, nice. uh, I'm going to say Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko. I just yeah, that's a good one love too. him. Uh, who is the worst casting in the history of the Turtle franchise? Billy. Johnny Knoxville. That's a good pick. That's Jimmy. Really uh, Stephen Amell. Okay. Y'all yeah. are picking not the one I think <laughs> you're going to pick. Mike, are you going to pick the one I think you're going to Stephen Amell. Yeah. Oh! Oh. I picked Megan Fox as April O'Neil. Uh, 
That is, yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't hate her in that role. I nothing her in that role. I'm just indifference towards her. Yeah, yeah I feel the same. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. She, she fits what those movies are. That, that's unfortunate, but she does fit what she, they are. Yeah, right. yeah. I do plan on seeing Mutant Mayhem somewhat soon because I do like the you artwork. Should you should Watch see it. Watch it with an open I like the artwork. The, art, yeah. the artwork of it looks really good. Remember, I, I didn't love a lot of things about it, but I still gave it four out of five. Yeah. Right. And it's still Three. a very fun story for right. as different as it is from previous right. stories. Right. And I, I do want to see another one. I want to see what they do with it. Oh, yeah. um, so I am, I am interested to see. And I understand it's a different universe and all that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a very good way to think about it. Yeah. All right, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Turtlecast. Jimmy, how can the listeners help support our podcast? Well, they can go on to Facebook and they can find the Turtlecast uh, Facebook page. And they can follow the Facebook page, and there's all kinds of updates there. Uh, by the time this posts, we will be live with podcasts. So you, I'm getting used to this voice. We will be live with podcasts, so you'll be able to see uh, if you on your phone if you subscribe to us, Turtlecast on Spotify or Apple. There's a couple others that'll all be listed. So whenever those update and upload, they'll go right into your phones, and that'll be a real humdinger. Also, make sure to give our sister podcast a like. Uh, almost got them. Uh, a podcast about Batman the anime series will be returning in late October with the episode about the uh, Grey Ghost. I'm very excited for that one. Uh, next time uh, on TurtleCast, the ultimate toy collector himself, Jimmy Humphrey, will teach us everything we need to know about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur Turtle Toy Empire. Say that five times quick. I'm Brandon Ingram. I'm Mike Waters. I'm Billy Duckett. And I'm Jimmy Humphrey. Cowabunga! Yeah, it's wrapped the magnificent. Hey, the rabbit pops up. Here's another one. Yeah, yeah. open mine. No line. It's crazy clown and Mike. Wow, extendo legs. Oh. Up in this one, dude. Come on. Oh, it's party reptile Leo. What does he do? Yeah. Audacious <laughs> birthday turtles, just what I've always wanted. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage